0: everybody happy hump day it's heading back to the window with scott and scott i am of course scott steen lead handicapper over at winners i'm co scott rochelle senior handicapper over winners and and together we make up uh, your favorite show that is on at 3 p.m eastern time it's heading back to the window as scott and i go through some of the day's games got to give you some of our favorite picks Put it all together at the end for bet the farm. So stick around for that. We'll have
1: our very best play. And yeah, other than that, how'd your day go yesterday, bud? Overall, went pretty well. Was also a bit busy. One with my play of the day. I had some hockey uh, team total over for the Capitals. They had uh, they went over midway through the second period or so. So sweat free winner there. But for me personally. I had to travel to the faraway land known as New Jersey to place a couple of bets across the water there. And, yeah, that was most of my night. Ended up going over, placed some bets, and went back and hung out. You leaving your house, kind of a big deal, right? Uh, Not even (laughs) just leaving the house, leaving the state. Leaving the state. How about that?
0: Zach Vaughn, checking in from Facebook, said, so many bad beats yesterday. Yeah, some some bad beats, some weird beats, Scott. I had I had Duke in that game. They were in control of that game pretty much the entire way, and then they decided, uh, just we don't really want to play anymore. Just we're done, we're done, and that was your that was your ball game. So Nathan's in the house. What's up, Nathan Cerna? Good to have you here as always. Uh, Duke called the cops. Yeah, see that's sort of, but I mean it wasn't like a dramatic last minute. It was the last four minutes
1: where they just absolutely shite the bed right scott it was kind of like a car accident in slow motion yeah and you could tell it around the five minute mark or so duke felt like was up 15 for pretty much the entire game and you look up and they're up about five and you're just wondering like why are they not like controlling this game more handily than what they've shown so far right and then you could just see it happening as Mm -hmm. indiana started to not indiana sorry as uh, as Ohio State inched closer, that Duke really was just falling apart down the stretch. Yeah, it gets to eight, and then not only did then, they fall apart, they didn't score.
0: Yeah, they fell all the way apart. They were er, earlier for about from about eight minutes on, they were trading. You know, it seemed like they were trading threes for twos, and the the, the lead would get whittled mm-hmm. down from eight to seven to seven to six, and you're like, and you see it, like just like you said, Brandon Surface says, uh, "Hoosiers were a big disappointment." Yeah. Needed another overtime. That was a hell of a game, though. Great game, great game. I, 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 I had no dog in that fight, but it was a uh, one of those that I just uh, I like to watch. Uh, turned out to be a good basketball game. Joan said Duke toasted her. Yep, uh, not uh, not the only one. <laughs> it was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. I, I always say that as well. Uh, Bronco Devil checking in with a Trading Places reference. That's uh, Trading Places, Scott. You call that a Christmas movie.
1: Why would that be a Christmas movie?
0: Because uh, they do they
1: they do trading the... places. Why would that be a Christmas? movie? Because they do they, they, the only they, scene they... with Christmas is the ending with the train. No, no, They're no, Not no. even is the it... ending before leading up to the final. He
0: there's the whole Santa party and he's uh, stealing food. No, and... I know,
1: I, I get that, but the first like three fourths of the movie happen non Christmas related. That's no, all. Leading it's up. a good movie. Okay. I wouldn't call it a Christmas movie though. It's not like Die Hard where the whole thing takes place on Christmas.
0: Die Hard a Christmas movie.
1: I, yeah, 100%.
0: Okay. Well, you?
1: Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer Christmas movie.
0: There are several teams in the Euro League that can beat teams from the NBA. Do you believe me, Scott?
1: Uh, Danielle, I don't know about that one. I think that you have an argument where you could make the case where a lot of League teams have future NBA talent or even former NBA talent. But for me, I would say probably not. I think then maybe they'd be able to cover a point spread or two, maybe keep it within 10 to 20, give or take. But to win, a lot would have to go right. But you're looking at the Euro League. Do I think those Real Madrid teams with Luka could have maybe beaten a team or two? I don't know, but I do think they would have kept it close for at least a half. All
0: right. Um, No, I've got... I don't I don't follow Euro enough to have a legitimate opinion on that. I know there's a couple of bad NBA teams and I know there's a couple of good Euro League teams. So it would be interesting. Like I'm to not see.
1: picking Maccabi Tel Aviv to to beat the Detroit Pistons. Like that's just not happening. I'm not picking that to happen. Okay, fair enough. Real Madrid, Barcelona, all those teams. I think that they can maybe keep it close within twenty, fifteen, but you still have so many draft picks who are really, really good in general, com- compar- comparatively speaking to players in Europe and et cetera. So no, I don't think many Euro league teams. It's kind of the same argument you can make with the NFL against college. Yeah. Or if you if you have the Jets taking on Georgia, do you I think they would win? Probably not, but I think they'd keep it close for you know, a little while.
0: If you if you watch the game, if you if you have an opportunity to be close up, and I mean like on the sidelines or part of that, it's the speed between the NFL and college, it's it is noticeable. It is, it is appreciable. Yeah. That's the thing you don't... It's much like watching a NASCAR race. You don't get an appreciation for the speed they're playing at unless you're right there. Um, uh, Nathan Cernus said Dan Aykroyd in the, in the Santa suit. Yes, that's exactly right. Of course. Exactly yeah. but I, I don't think, think so.
1: that Christmas is a big enough, I'd say, just timepiece in that movie to be considered a Christmas movie.
0: All right, fair enough. So, Scott, we've been a little chilly on our Bet the Farm play, and uh, although I'm, I'm not sure this is fair here. Like in social-
1: It's the winter, though. What crops grow in the winter?
0: Like and subscribe or we'll start making two bet the farm plays. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. We'll (laughs) do it. Don't think we won't do it. Yeah, don't think we won't fucking do it. We'll give out another one. Yeah, that'll teach you guys. All right. So we kind of talked about it. There are a ton of bad beats yesterday. Let's, uh, Let's get to it, Scott. Let's find out who's picking up that cell phone and calling the cops. And calling the cops. pretty bad when I miss my own cues. <laughs> All right, of course, let's talk where everybody was thinking, Scott. Let's start in the NHL with the Capitals on the money line, plus 115, playing the Panthers. Looked good after the end of the second period. Scott leading 4-1. to one. I'm no hockey master. That's usually a pretty good lead, right? That's not like having a three-point lead in the NFL. Three points, that means something in hockey, but didn't mean
1: anything That's last like, night. Yeah. Huh? Three goals is probably around... Three touchdowns Is Yeah, a good comparison. About
0: a 20-point lead, I'd say. 17 to 20-point lead, absolutely. Uh, well, they uh, they gave up they gave up 24. They, they got scored four to zip in the third. Didn't have to go to overtime. Four zip, third period. They lose 5-4. Good night. Bob's your uncle. Plus 115. That's a nice price. Kiss a it goodbye. It's gone. Call the cops.
1: On the bright side, if you had the Capitals team total over, like I did for my play of the day, then you still won. So nice. you could have won in a variety of ways in that game. Captain but Humble Bragg. Humble brag, Go ahead. Humble, humble brag, Very humble. But anyway, if you had the under in the Northwestern Wake Forest game at around 147, you only had 128 points in regulation. Hell of a capper. free winner. You're great, cap. Wait a second. What? That's an even number. Oh, God damn it. They're tied at 64. We're going to overtime, and they don't call it undertime. 22 points in overtime. Game at 150. 22
0: points in overtime. That's 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 a pretty brutal. That's four points. That's four points a minute in overtime. That's that's picking them up and putting them down. You're getting it done there. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you had Furman high point and who didn't Scott under 143. High point led 5957, with less than two seconds. You're at 116 with less than two seconds. You're 27 points to the good. Okay. I could possibly go. wrong. Well, Furman hit a layup at the buzzer. Because, you know, that's what you want to give up at the buzzer. Uh, Went to overtime. You're still good. High point lead 65-63 with less than five seconds left. No, no. Stop if you've heard this before. Furman hit a layup. Four seconds left. Let's go to another overtime. Perhaps that'll fuck you. Oh, yes, it did. Thank you very much. Game landed 144 after two overtimes. If you had the under 143, you had to wait for it. You had to wait for it, and then you got fucked. Congratulations. Call the cops.
1: Especially when you know it's a sweat throughout because the teams have been separated by two points for pretty much the entire overtime periods and most of the second half. You just need one stop from high point on any of those possessions. Perhaps a layup. It. Perhaps playing yeah. a little
0: defense in the middle wouldn't suck.
1: Or maybe foul them on a three, mm-hmm. and you could just win by high point losing. But no, nah, you didn't get that.
0: They don't call it double undertime, buddy. All right, well, you know the drill. The opposite of the bad times are the good times you found if you were sitting in the rocking chair.
1: So, first one wasn't the NBA. If you had the Grizzlies and the Raptors under 215, each of the four quarters had less than 53 points. Some of them had significantly less than 53 points. Game landed 189. mm
0: mm mm mm. Very easy. Now, if you had Maryland Eastern Shore, congratulations, because that's generally a terrible, terrible basketball team, like bottom five. Would you agree with that, Scott?
1: Uh, Bottom five, bottom ten, they're not very good.
0: They're catching 36 in the hook from UConn. Pretty good team. Would you not agree, Scott? UConn is ranked, so I'd have to agree. Maryland Eastern Shore, not ranked last time I checked. Uh, Congratulations if you had the Maryland Eastern Shore what are they, Scott? They're something. The Hobokins? Are are the
1: cover machines. That's what they are. They
0: were last night. They never trailed by more than 11. They end up losing by nine. Holy shit. You were uh, always, always in good shape there if you had Maryland Eastern Shore plus 36 and a half. Congratulations, you were in the rocking chair.
1: And this one I thought about putting in for Oddsmakers Were Drunk, but Edwardsville's also terrible. If you had SIU Edwardsville minus one and a half, against Nebraska-Omaha, you ended up picking up a nice, easy winner because they led by 24 points at halftime and won by 10. Omaha might be a bottom 10 team in all of college basketball.
0: Uno. Uno is awful, buddy. They are, they are not good at all. Hey, quick reminder, everybody. I want to uh, let you guys know that we do this each and every day. If you're new to the show, we do this every day right here, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Heading back to the window, Scott and I do our individual... Videos we usually have up somewhere early in the morning, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, of course, don't forget to listen to our brother here on the Winners and Winners Sports Betting Network. It's Chris King, the king of parlays, as he does his show every day, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. A little show called Just Parlays. Scott, I can't remember. What do they talk about? You remember? I'm assuming it's parlays. Parlays. It's goddamn it's parlays, man. That's what it is. So making sure he's actually very good at it. I, He's a good, he can put, he, he bundles. He's like Frank from American Pickers. He bundles them together, comes up with winners. So make sure you check out Just Parlays with Chris King every day at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Well, Scott, you know, so many things are disappointing us these days. But yesterday one really stood out. Let's talk let's talk a little bit about it, shall we? Um little basketball game from the West Coast in today's edition of I'm not mad, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
1: It's
0: a double because we missed it yesterday.
1: Go ahead, buddy. So, you got to look at the NBA for this one. You had a late night matchup between the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers and the Kings were rolling early in that game led by 14 points with about nine minutes and 15 seconds left in the third quarter. Then the Kings decided to stop trying and the Lakers without LeBron, by the way, because he was in COVID protocol, the Lakers went on a 40 to eight run (sighs) over the next 10 plus minutes And the Kings lost by 25. Good Lord. 40 to eight and LeBron's not on the lineup. What are you even doing?
0: Oh my goodness. Um, Did you
1: bring Luke Walton back for the second half? What are you doing? I thought you got rid of the coach because he couldn't handle leads. This isn't how you draw up what you should do with a 14 point lead.
0: I don't know how that's possible. I I don't know what what, 40 to eight. I don't know what's more incredible giving up 40 points in 10 minutes or scoring eight points in 10 minutes, probably giving up 40. That's a,
1: it's really close, Yeah, honestly.
0: it really is. Hey, you know, there was a little bit of drinking going on yesterday. It's the holiday season. You know the drill. But you shouldn't drink when you're at work, especially if you're an odds maker. Scott, there was a, definitely a case of the odds makers being drunk yesterday. Besides undervaluing Maryland Eastern Shore. Shame on you guys. Again, turning to the NBA on the West Coast. The Warriors' sons, 222.5, Scott. What the hell? Both teams ranked top three in defensive efficiency. Um, as you might suspect, it didn't get to 222.5. Where did Lance got? Scott? Uh, two hundo. Two hundo. You missed it by over 10%. If you're an odds maker, that's not a good thing, guys. Seriously. Go back to the drawing board on those two teams because y'all were drunk. Drunk, I tell
1: There's you. One, it was really a weird game because the first quarter got into the 60s, and you thought maybe you'll have a track meet on your hands. And then every other quarter was just an absolute grind. And you could tell by the fact that Curry was off. It wasn't even just because he was off. The Suns just did a great job of forcing him to be off because, damn, he was struggling the entire game. But you could tell that Phoenix and Golden State kicked it into a gear defensively, especially in the second half, Yep. that most teams in the league, if any, actually have. Those teams, when they actually try, might be the two best defensive teams in the league.
0: Certainly looked like it last night. They might be. Yeah, I, I would. It's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to imagine too many teams being better than they are. Um, somebody said. Somebody said I'm supposed to know all the nicknames. I, I really thought I did. It's the Hawks, by the way, the Maryland Eastern. Shore
1: I actually Hawks. know a fair share, but Eastern Shores have never really been one of my go-to ones that I've mentioned numerous times on the show.
0: A lot, see, a lot of times I do okay. I do okay west of the Mississippi. But a lot of those, a lot of those East Coast Colonial League type uh, teams, the uh, I, I get thrown on on some of your Lehighs and things like that. So that's well, why I feel, I feel like uh, I John
1: could... Cena. I appreciate the invite. Are we sure they're going to play on Sunday? Is the COVID wave past, or are they back, or what's the story there? I don't know if the Islanders are playing or not.
0: They're supposed to play. Maybe. Uh, love the chips tonight. Oh, the oh the name the Chippewas, yeah. Uh, all the teams, all the teams without stars have been winning. Mm, kind of true, although it really wasn't true for Denver the other night. They were they were happy to get Jokic back.
1: I'm sure they were. But it's one thing that you can talk about when it comes to the next man up approach. People can focus on how bad a team supporting cast is, and how the team should be worse when their best player. Is not in the lineup, but the way that I see is the way that I see it is that a lot of other people can really just take added, I'd say, responsibility as professionals to raise their level of play when somebody else is no longer there to carry the offensive load. So I do think that you might be looking at a situation where for one game at least, these other guys can step up. And put together a nice team effort to rally around the injury of the best player.
0: Who's more likely to Who's more likely to rally around and step up the game? Is it going to be in the NBA, or do you think it's in the college ranks?
1: I think it's the NBA because I think that as professionals, you have had a lot of experience where you might have to, I'd say, recognize the fact that you need to be a little bit more assertive offensively. For college, a lot of these guys, especially now, have only been in college for what a couple of months, especially with the good teams. So they have a certain role; they're not used to ever expanding from that role. So I do think missing a key piece is more important in college than in the NBA. Is that, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, you've got—I think you have
0: less of a disparity as skill levels go at the as far as the NBA, because everybody there is obviously one of the very, very best in the world. Where that may not be true on the, uh, you know, the Towson State number eight guy on the bench that's going to have to play additional minutes. There's probably going to be more of a a drop-off as far as skill goes there, so. Um, By
1: the way, uh, Cena, I don't know if I'm free Sunday. Just hit me up on Twitter and we'll figure something out. I appreciate it, though.
0: Have you been, you haven't been to a game yet?
1: Uh, I've not been to a game in the new arena. That'd
0: no. be cool. You know, my, you know, my son's going, uh, he's coming in for the spring. He wants to go to, uh, he, well, he's going to a game with his buddy. He wants to see if you want to go with him.
1: Oh, uh, cool. I may well, r- either way, both of both of them can hit me up on Twitter and we'll figure something out. There you go.
0: I may or may not come. I, I'm thinking about coming. I'm seeing the Islanders okay. there in the barn. I think win. If they win a game by then, I may think about it.
1: Uh, that is definitely true. If If they lose a game by less than two goals, I'll consider it, you know?
0: Yeah, fair enough uh what do you got in the nba you like tonight anything but
1: uh it's a pretty interesting card uh yesterday was a little bit quiet uh you have a lot of games i don't know how many of them are really really good i find one game interesting involving the kings who we just talked about and the clippers because the clippers are laying eight and i don't really know how good this clippers team actually is uh that's actually that's actually that's
0: why this team it's down to five and a half brother
1: Oh, it's not the five and a half. Sorry. Yep. Uh, I thought, okay, I got to find another grid, I guess. But anyway, point is that the Kings have been a team that we can't trust because they're bad. So we know this. But the issue is the Clippers are a team without Kawhi that has kind of gotten it done offensively through smoke and mirrors. You have Paul George who's been really good. Who else in the supporting cast do you really trust on a game-in, game-out basis? Your second-best option is who, Reggie Jackson?
0: Well, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's almost been a case of somebody different stepping up every night. And you can only count on that to continue for so long um, because you're right, nobody's really nobody's really stepped up to the forefront of, of taking of taking the reins and that, that co-leader, if you will. With uh... So the
1: point is the Kings are a team that is still young. They're definitely untrustworthy, but do I think they can piece together a good performance? They are in a back-to-back, but from what we talked about before, they basically just punted the entire second half. So I'm not sure how... Much focus they're gonna have for this game, I just don't like laying that big of a number with the Clippers, or I mean that big of a number. It was eight, now it's five and a half. But I don't really think the Clippers are very good, so I'm kind of tempted to take the Kings there. You?
0: Well, I I think you just we saw a lot of value go away right there. Uh, yes, we did. Eight is definitely has me more interested than five and a half. So uh, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this Philadelphia game. Boston looks like Jalen Brown's gonna be gonna be out. Embiid's playing, so obviously I'm tempted. Of course, it's an away game for Philly, so that's less attractive. Um, although they've been they've been decent on the road this year they have they haven't been awful. But I I am intrigued by Philly catching three from the Bostonians there. Um, Boston is just it's a team that they will do everything they can to pretty much screw me. But um, I'm, I'm going to take the visitors there with the points.
1: Uh yeah, I definitely don't mind that. Philly though has been a team that I'm not sure if I really trust, especially on the road, because we know that at home they're good on the road, they're not. But I do think that line looks a little bit too high, especially with Embiid back. Right. I know Robert Williams is back for Boston. Do I think he can actually guard Embiid? Probably not. So I don't think that's really gonna matter, but I'm looking at the points or pass for me. One game I do find interesting is the Cavaliers game against the Heat because according to recent reports within the last 10, 20 minutes, Bam Adebayo suffered a torn UCL in his right thumb, and he's going to undergo surgery. So he's out for about four to six weeks, and we know that Cleveland does have Jared Allen, who's a pretty solid center, but Cleveland's been a pretty feisty team this season. I think is good, but do I think Miami's going to win without him? They could, but I am tempted to take the Cavs maybe on the money line if you think without at a bio, the team struggles.
0: Yeah, I don't hate that. Cavs have been a monster against the number two, 14-5-1 against the spread. Uh, Nathan wants everybody to know Barnes is out for uh, for the Kings.
1: Yeah. Well, Barnes hasn't played for a couple of games for the last couple of weeks. Missed, They've two, been... missed two, right? Okay. Wait, what?
0: So he's missed two, right? The last two?
1: I said a couple. Okay.
0: All right. I'm, I'm just... just... I'm just he's missing the lead. Down. Three, okay. Uh, Sixers give up leads like no other. Yeah, that's no lead yeah. is safe. no lead is safe with the Sixers. They were. They were I much- don't mind
1: a first half play on Philly. I mean, I said that about the about the Magic game, where Philly's a team that seems to always get out to decent starts against bad opposition, and then they'll just take their foot off the gas for various points of games. Right, it's the Doc Rivers effect. That's why he's so good at choking leads whether they're up 3-1 or just up in the second half. It's because he has a hard time of keeping his players focused for a full 48 minutes. But Boston's always been one of their bigger rivals. I do think that's going to be an important game for Philly, especially with Embiid back. I'm going to go with Philly, but I do think the first half does have some some merit to it.
0: Like the Rangers um, against the Flyers tonight, paying a pretty hefty price but this is, a, this is a Flyers team just not playing good hockey right now. Where are you at on that one?
1: Uh, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. The Flyers kind of peaked too early, where the people thought the team would be average at best. They got off to a really hot start. People jumped on board, and what do you know? It turned out to be a Fugazi. This team just isn't very good. The Rangers are pretty good, and at MSG, they've been solid as well. My question is, do you really want to lay 190? I don't. I look to the Rangers in regulation. Give me a
0: reg, yeah. Uh, Rangers on the Rangers uh, on the puck line wouldn't wouldn't be awful, but yeah, they're not not necessarily the team that put you away. But the, yeah, uh, Philly losing losing six straight, not good, not good going uh, on the road. Assuming
1: Igor's in net, I mind the Rangers in regulation. Uh,
0: Wisconsin, somebody uh, they like they like the Rangers in Wisconsin. They like I yeah, like the Rangers in that spot. Scott, your alma mater, there.
1: I don't think Georgia Tech's very good. So I do think that is a plus. Wisconsin has been an interesting basketball team this season because they randomly won a tournament, which I did not have in the cards for this team. So congrats to Wisconsin for actually winning a tournament. Were you surprised by that? Because I didn't think they'd win anything.
0: Uh no, no. I was uh and they they had a couple they had a couple nice wins there. Mainly uh, the win over Houston, I thought was I thought was was pretty massive. So that was that was the and one. St.
1: Mary's a solid too.
0: Um, yeah, you know, and, they, and then they were favored against St. Mary, but yeah, that was a pretty much a coin flip. So and they played, and they played they played well there. You know, this is a Georgia Tech team, Scott. You don't really know what you have because they haven't been tested at all. They've they've played one game against any sort of legitimate competition, and that's even a stretch because they were nine and a half point favorites to Miami of Ohio, and they lose that one out right by three. So. Uh, other than that, they're beating up on the little sisters of the poor. Uh, they beat beat Georgia. I don't know how good Georgia is. I have a hunch they're not very good. But
1: uh, what are they? What are they laying? Uh, right now, it's about three and a half.
0: Um, you know, it here,
1: opened up at two. Now it's mostly a three and a half. Here's
0: the only thing I'm looking at, and it's Wisconsin's first true road game, and that's yeah. that's been a trend that is is definitely held this year for the for the most part. Uh, especially teams laying points on the road, making their first foray out there. For me,
1: Scott, uh Georgia Tech or pass. I kind of have to agree with you just because of the fact that in addition to Wisconsin having the first true road game of the season, it's also their first game in about a week. They haven't played since the 24th. So I do think the long layoff could lead to a bit of rust early on into this game. But we know that Wisconsin, offensively, is still not very good. This team moves the ball well. Nobody's really that great at shooting. They I were, do think Johnny Davis is a really good player, though. I think he's extremely talented. They do a but nice job working. Are you for that a Brad Davidson guy? No, oh, what?
0: No, they, they do a nice job of of getting that open look to miss the shot.
1: Uh, pretty much, but you're looking at Johnny Davis, twenty plus points per game. He, I think he's very good. Wisconsin as a team, though is shooting 39.5% from the floor and 28.8% from three. This team actually cannot shoot. And Davidson, who is averaging 13.3 points per game, is shooting at roughly 35% from the floor and 26% from three. So he can't shoot. And those are the only two guys averaging double digits. So I'm not a big fan of this Wisconsin team, but I will give them props for winning a tournament, which I didn't think they were going to do. I really have a hard time laying three and a half here. Money line, maybe, but I agree with you and your thoughts on being a little bit skeptical of backing an offensively challenged team on the road. I think Tech might be live here.
0: Yep, yep. I know. <laughs> Elliot really wanted uh, really wanted us to be all over the Badgers, and they certainly they're they're the better team.
1: I said the money line might be fine. I just don't want to lay three and a half.
0: So you don't want to lay the three and a half? They you might win. I'm going to win by margin. you lay in what 150?
1: Uh, give or take. I just think winning by margin for Wisconsin, yeah. is tricky when nobody can hit a shot.
0: Yeah, to ask me about the ask me about the Gophers last night. I'll I'll, I'll back that up. You yeah. know, they were talking about were was they win some...
1: that 54 53 uh, or something? Something hideous. Just fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wichita State, Oklahoma State. Somebody was talking about that. I this this goddamn Wichita State team, man. I don't trust. I like
1: them. them. I like them getting points. I don't like them laying points.
0: Yeah, they're catching. They're catching six and a half from from the from the Cowboys, man.
1: I'm not a I'm not a, a an Oklahoma State guy, so I think that there's some value in Wichita State. This team's a psycho team. Uh, they are occasionally are really good. Occasionally play down to competition. But do I really want to lay this many points at Oklahoma State, who has really struggled to show really any type of consistency at all this season? The answer is no. So I'm looking at it's either Wichita or pass. What
0: do you, what do you not like about this Oklahoma State team? They're six, they're, they're six and I one. They're six and and one on opener. Opener. Uh, it might this have just been the season opener. It might have just been the season opener. The second like game. is still of, kind of fresh in my head. They lost to Oakland.
1: Uh Yeah, that's the one that kind of just sticks out a little bit. Sorry, it's the second game of the year. But you're looking at the uh, actual results here. I know Oral Roberts made the tournament last year.
0: They haven't been good this but year. But Oral
1: Roberts has not been good this year. No. Like at all. And you had to win in overtime to beat them. I know it was a road game, but still, I'm not really sold in this Oklahoma State team. I feel like the spread should be a bit lower. Yeah, fair enough. Like around four and a half. I just, but six, six and a half, seven, does seem a bit rich to me.
0: I will, I will wish everybody a heartfelt good luck on this game. I I don't want any part of this Wichita State team. I just I just don't know what you got. Yeah,
1: trabajo. I love psycho teams when they're getting points, not when they're laying points. So I don't yeah. mind Wichita here if you think that they can maybe piece together a solid performance for forty minutes.
0: It's like dating crazy women. You don't like crazy women, Scott?
1: Not particularly. No. Well, it depends. Are they going to slash your car, or are they going to burn your house down?
0: Maybe, maybe. But maybe. sometimes it's worth it. Just saying. Sometimes. Okay. Should I be writing this down? You should always be writing down when I'm giving you advice. My God, haven't you learned that by now?
1: Well, I meant because it's already going to be on YouTube, so I can just I could refer back to it later. Yeah, for future use. I'll
0: mark I'll mark the spot. Yeah, we ride and we die. There you go. (laughs) Beyond Trabajo says I love Crazy. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And if you if you love Crazy, you know why you do it. I don't even need to say it, but you know why you love Crazy. Um, anything else in the college basketball?
1: Get your attention tonight?
0: NBA? Did we, we, we leave uh, NBA too soon? You got anything
1: else? I didn't see anything else that really grabbed me. Uh, do I have anything else I like on the NBA? I don't know. Oh, sorry, let me just see if there's anything else I like. Um, not really. I find the interesting line is the Atlanta and Indiana game because Atlanta has been awful on the road, but they're a significantly better team. So it's really just a tough call on which Atlanta you expect to actually show up for a game. Right. Indiana's favored, though. I think that's a trap one.
0: It certainly seems that way. certainly some cer- certainly seems something seems a little bit fishy about that. I'm it's one of those ones I made the
1: decision to stay away from. I just I just okay. not sure that I trust him. And one thing I do like that I didn't mention before, I like the Bucks team total over or really just any over in that game. Look at Charlotte's defensive numbers for the last week and change they just hand out 120 points yep. no questions asked
0: that 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 defense has been like this all season it was they it's been yep. very weird nathan says here's a winner for you the vermont catamounts at the house uh i generally generally like vermont you know i like vermont they've been yeah. disappointing as far as co- being able to cover numbers this year i i don't i, I don't dig them um of course, this Dartmouth team um, got a nice win over Georgetown, but they uh, have a loss at Boston College. I, 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 honestly, I don't know that much about Dartmouth right now. I bet the house on Vermont, buddy. You think this is the spot they, they step up?
1: Uh, I wouldn't bet the house, but I think they'll do. I think they'll fare pretty well here. Dartmouth is a team at that is too. usually mediocre in the Ivy. Yeah, but I do think Vermont's better. I don't mind an under in that spot. I think Vermont pace wise and defensively is good enough to limit Dartmouth. Yep. And Dartmouth is a team that doesn't really, I'd say, play with much pace either. I think you'll see a low scoring game.
0: Ivy League schools get no respect. You know they're starting to. I'm Princeton. Princeton and Harvard are both. Are both getting, almost being capped correctly? I've no, I've noticed that this year, but generally speaking, uh, that's I I agree. Elliot says he's on the points. I don't disagree with that, just based on what Vermont's done against the number. They've they've just haven't been able to uh, to take care of business. One of the one of the two games they covered was against an Ivy League school. They covered five against Yale, so.
1: I mean, I'm looking at the under. So I have a hard time laying this amount of points when you're looking at a game that should be low scoring. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the under instead. I do think the pace is going to hurt the odds of Vermont covering because I do expect points to be at a premium in this spot. Villano- uh, Joan
0: likes Villanova tonight laying that big number. You know, we we talked about that for, for a potential bet the farm play. And... I think
1: Villanova's going to kill this team because I don't think Penn's any good, but... I am wondering if Villanova's really going to put the pedal to the metal in the second half, which I doubt. So I think Villanova might cover the full game. I like them first half, though. Penn's a team that randomly went to double overtime against Utah State. But besides that, they're really just a bad team. And Villanova just killed LaSalle in the last game. They've done well against bottom feeder opponents. Villanova should coast to a nice easy winner here.
0: I agree. I, I just, if if ever there was a spot where you want to lay eighteen on the road, this would probably be it for me. Uh, Cavs only getting three because of Miami's injuries. Yeah, that and yep. Cavs have been randomly good against the number as well. Uh, Giannis thirty plus points. Uh, yep. Christian Woods uh, fourteen plus rebounds. Don't hate either one of those. It's
1: a lot of rebounds, but Oklahoma City is not exactly a good rebounding team, so I don't mind that.
0: Got the Kansas City Mavericks money line in the under. <laughs> Uh, that's a, uh, what are they playing in the Central Hockey League? You know, do you know, Could I can, be. you know, I can see a hockey arena from my, from my apartment. That I didn't know. I can literally look out the window and see a hockey arena. Yeah. Cool. UFC this weekend, you're going to be, uh, made 1100 on the boxing match, uh, it against a uh, TfM and, uh, hit off the
1: $100 bet. Nice. Nicely done, Elliot. Um, I actually watched that fight. I thought it was, it was very close. Very solid fight. I was not surprised it went to a split. I thought that Lopez lost. And I found it amusing that he said it straight up, I'm not a sore loser, and then argued he won 10 rounds to two. That sounds like being a sore loser to me, but I'm no expert on it. Yeah, I thought Lopez lost the fight. It was very entertaining, though. Congrats on the win, Elliot. I think that the right guy won in the end. I thought a split was debatable. Let's put it that way.
0: Bronco Devil likes uh, Xavier first half over 40 uh yes that's another game i look i looked at that personally I, I like that i like that Xavier team in that spot tonight ducks at the house I
1: hate, I hate of course i hate that play central michigan the chippewas they're, yeah. so, they're so bad
0: they really they're are such
1: a terrible team i said i like the gonzaga laying 36 against them they were up that basically at the half central michigan gets killed by any competent team that they have so uh, that they're against i have to like that because central michigan they're bad on offense they're bad on defense at least they're consistent
0: Hey, STM Network hit his uh, hit his parlay yesterday. Hit the hit the wild and the over. He's got another parlay for us today. It is the Leafs on the money line and the under.
1: That is that is live today for the hockey. By the team. way, Bronco, if you're asking what the Bellarmine team is, they're the Knights. Was that your question? As see it, uh, Central Michigan's the Chippewas. Bellarmine's the Knights.
0: Ever been hit with boxing gloves, Raichel? It's a good question. Everybody, I have not. I. I boxed. I did. I did two things in college that I'd never ever done before in my life for intramurals because I was a. uh, I was. I was at. uh, I wasn't heavyweight. I was like one ninety to two hundred whatever, and I had to box and I had to wrestle just so we get participation points, and it was two of the hardest fucking things I've ever done. Um, Just dancing around the ring for three minutes. It's it's incredibly tiring, and I was dude. I was in good shape. I was you know I was in sports shape, and uh, it was. And then you get hit. And it's, (laughs) I was put it this way. I was ready for it to be over. It was, it it was, uh, it was, and and the wrestling was even, that was even incredible because I'd never wrestled in my life. And I won my first round against another guy that had never wrestled in his life. And the second guy was a guy who wrestled in high school. And we kind of grappled around a minute and like, hey, I got a real shot at this. And all of a sudden it was flip, 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 done. And like, how did, I don't even know how that happened. So yes, I highly recommend both of those things, Scott. If you ever get a chance, go to a, go to a gym, put on some gloves, and just uh, spar with somebody for a little while.
1: I believe it was Mike Tyson who had the famous line of "Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face." Yep, yep. I uh, feel like that's a pretty accurate representation of fighting.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. See, uh, love thirty nine to Bell the Bellarmine Knights. Uh, taking damage hurts the gas tank. Who knew? Well, anybody that likes video games? You can see, you see it. You see your life force run down on every video game.
1: Mm-hmm. the little hearts on the top of the corner like the zelda games or whatever
0: sure not good at all and, and I, I pretty much uh just exa- uh, exhausted my knowledge of video games wrestling got me ready for basketball and football um agreed we just had a, a great kansas city hall of famer uh, curly Culp died a couple days ago and he was a uh, he was a heavyweight wrestling champ in college and it served him very very well as a nose tackle in the nfl um <laughs> threw down back in the day um you know what more than I'd like to admit, I have to say that. What else you got tonight, Joan, uh, John, am I
1: going to do UFC this weekend? Maybe. I think the card is better than the one it was two weeks ago. It's still not great, but he got Aldo fighting. I'll probably do a video on it.
0: Body blow, body blow. What? I know that game. What? That's one of the few video games I know. Brownsbacker. I, I actually I remember that game. Um, I mean,
1: I'm just immediately thinking like Mike Tyson's punch out. But. T-
0: ten units Steen on the money line versus Jake Paul. God damn! I I'd so love to beat that kid up. He's just so annoying. He is he is a representation of everything that is wrong with sports, right there in one. Uh, him and his brother, they're the both. They're okay. I'm sorry. I'm in a way, i do I'm, kind of. I'm appreciate sorry. I'm getting the old man rant alert. How,
1: I kind of appreciate the fact though he's brought to light as a byproduct just how lost the sport of boxing is in this century, because boxing. Really has been forced to rely on YouTubers fighting to gain any hype at all, which I feel like I don't know if that's UFC taking over for boxing or just the actual fact that none of the best guys really fight against each other anymore, which is a pain in the ass. But boxing, whether it involves the corrupt judges, the different promotions, not letting their guys fight. Can we get Spence to fight against Crawford already? But that's the fight you want. Yeah. Can you stop dragging it out for four years? We yep. just want to see the best people fight each other.
0: I'm ready. That's it. I'm ready uh brown and we'll close it backer says i'd love to see the, the paul brothers get ke- k-o'd yeah me too i you know again i don't want to turn this into old man yells at clouds all right i everything that's wrong with you kiddies but you know seriously can we get the, we can get the fucking paul brothers off of sporting events that's that's my only request uh yeah it's just it's just it's just nicotine elliot everybody like once the show somebody will ask me if i'm just sitting here getting fucking blasted which i'm not that would be It'd be a very different show, Scott. Put it this way: you'd be you'd be doing a lot of the a lot of the graphics. I'm just saying. Um, all well, right, we can't have that. No, we really we really can't. All right, so you ready, bud? You ready to break? Get off the Schneid. You and I, we don't. We were talking about this before the show. We think we've lost either four or five straight on Bet the Farm. We don't really keep track either way. We know when we're on a winning streak and we know when we're on a losing streak. We're on a losing streak right now. So I think it's been about a week. So. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get to the move. No shit, Joan. I'm with you. Let's find out. You ready, buddy? You ready, Scott? Yep, let's do it. All right, it's time. Everybody, get your straw. See, I don't think everybody's putting their straw hats on. Get your damn straw hats on right now. You got it? Okay, here we go. Climb up on your tractor. Fire it up. Let's get ready. Today is the day to bet the farm. all right sir
1: so for this one we're going to the nba we're going to look at the denver nuggets on the road minus seven and a half at minus 110 on fanduel taking on the orlando magic now orlando is one of the worst teams in the league it has lost seven in a row and it is one seven and one ats at home this season so does home court matter maybe to some teams not that much to the magic because they're going to lose either way but denver finally got Nikola Jokic back for its last game and ended up beating a talented Miami team by nine points on the road. So I do like the fact that Jokic seems to have really revitalized the offense as he should. And I do think that you're going to see Denver perform well in this spot. Plus through the efficiency numbers, Denver ranks 15th in offense efficiency. Orlando ranks tied for 28th. Denver defensively ranks 19th and you have Orlando ranking 26th. Yes, you do have the return of Cole Anthony, but Jalen Suggs is now out indefinitely. Orlando's still battling injuries. They're a terrible team, and Denver with Jokic we do think is better than its overall record. Give us the Nuggets minus 7.5.
0: There you go. Take it to the bank. Bet the farm on it. Bet the wife and kids. This is the one. We are not losing this one tonight. It is the uh, Nuggets. Minus seven and a half against the terrible Orlando Magic, and that's going to do it for us, guys. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Indeed, we want to hear the song. Yeehaw. We want to hear the song tomorrow, Scott. Okay. We want to hear the song tomorrow. So, yeah. You want me
1: to take over the yeehaw for the song tomorrow?
0: If you could hit there, if you can hit the cue, yeah, you can do okay, the All cool. All right. Yep. So, you guys want to definitely want to tune in for that. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for being a part of the show. Love it. Dig it. Hope you guys hit every single play tonight and we all head back to the window. We'll see you tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Don't forget to check out Chris King right before us, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. You can just slide right in, make an afternoon of it, you guys. All right. Uh, actually, we may be doing the college show tomorrow. I think we're going to, because we've got Friday night games. So we'll be back-to-back. We'll be doing the doubleheader tomorrow. Scott's finding out. We'll Look at his face now. Not good. We'll be doing that show tomorrow right after our regular show. We'll be doing the college show. You guys take care. We'll see you then. Have a great day. Mmm, bye-bye.